I like cats, butterscotch, and maple syrup. And my wife's got the beatus. Welcome to the Beat Around the Bench podcast, a podcast about woodworking, good times, and general jackassery. With your hosts, Jess of Jess Build It, Colton of Colt Crit, and Ross of RNC Woodworking and Designs. You can find us all on Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. Now for episode 23, Con Air, with special guest, Craig Paulson, the guy who actually does work at Fodor and Moth Woodworks. <laughs> That's right. Craig, welcome to the show, sir. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Uh, the, in all honesty, the reason that I suggested we have you on here is I, and I will be the first to admit between the other guys on the show, when we all met at workbench con, Jason is one of those guys that most people fanboy over and oh, because yeah. it's like, Oh, he's kind of one of the OGs. So you look and it's like him and Jimmy DeResta and a couple others. And you're like, Oh my God, it's these big wigs, but you're actually doing all the work and nobody knows a whole lot about you that I can find. So Let's I was like, I, I feel like I want to get a little bit of love for Craig and w- Craig needs to be able to share his side of the story. So thank you for coming on to do this. Hold on. Uh, oh, it's no. frozen. It froze. There it but is. I'm back okay, now. okay. There you go. You're back. Did anybody else freeze or is that just a me, me deal? Yeah, it was just a you. It looked like it was just you, but you did freeze in a really big smile. So it yeah, seemed like you were yes. just like shocked it to be on good, yeah. a good our pause. wonderful podcast. I have no clue what happened because our internet's usually kick butt around here. <laughs> you know, it, it seems crystal clear now. Yeah. Okay. Kosher is right. Christmas. Do you want to? No, just, we're good. Like, we're just going to keep rolling. What happens when stuff like that happens? When people freeze? Uh, well, we talk around it and then we loop it back in once people come hey, back, as you did. Right. Uh, it gets <laughs> we really don't what I miss out a lot of stuff, man. Uh, yeah, we really right. keep it pretty raw. I like that. Yeah. So kind of like a, I guess, a first date, you know, um, trying to impress us and, and our tens of listeners. Uh, what What is the overall rough background as to how you got involved with all this? Because from what I've seen right, Jason talk else. about you didn't really come from a, a woodworking background to get into all this. Did you? Yeah, no, I did not. Okay. You're absolutely correct. I've actually known Jason for probably, I'd say like 12 years, way before bourbon moth was even a thing. We met uh, at our church and struck up a friendship and our wives are the same age. And then we had, uh, I had my first kid about the time they adopted Ivor. And so we kind of had kids growing up and the same total, like, phase of life. And I ended up becoming a stay at home dad for a while. I have three boys, eight, five, and three. First of all, kudos to you for living the dream as a stay at home dad. That's, that's (laughs) awesome. My wife was working. It was, I thought it was going to be awesome. Uh, but I'm actually a pretty creative person myself and dude, it, it almost killed me. Like I love my kids to death. Absolutely. But, uh, being at home, Day after day after day, changing diapers was not my jam. Uh, I realized that after a a little bit. So Jason Mm. and I were just having coffee one day, just as buds. Um, And to be honest, like I knew he had a YouTube channel. I knew he did woodworking. I've been out of the shop a ton of times, but I had never watched one of his videos. (laughs) No. (laughs) And so I'm just, we're just kicking at his buds and I'm just telling about my life. And I'm like, dude, you know me. Like, you know, my skill set. And so if you just hear of any job that's out there that you think like would be good for me, like, let me know. Cause 
I'm ready. I'm ready for something different. And uh, he's he's like, interesting. You say that because my wife and I have been talking the last six months about maybe bringing somebody on board because Bourbon Moth has grown so quick mm-hmm. that I need somebody to help with the administrative load, the creative load, maybe not necessarily woodworking load, but pretty much everything else business-wise. Yeah. He's like, your name keeps coming to the table as somebody that would be awesome. But we knew that you were a stay-at-home dad and we wanted to wait until like you kind of were ready. And so literally left the Starbucks that morning with a job offer. And I turned my home. I'm like, well, she's like, Oh, how'd your meeting go? I was like, well, was, I might have a new job with Jason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> starts laughing. Uh, go, go watch some of his videos for the first yeah. time. <laughs> yeah. Figure out what he actually does. I know, man, that that's so beautiful. Oh, man, I, I have not watched a yeah. single bourbon moth video. Cause we were just, we didn't have that relationship. It was just like buds. And yeah, I guess, you know, when you're friends, you don't support what they're doing. And of course, no. and uh, you don't Never. really care. No. So, but you, you had some videography uh, experience before that, right? Yeah, I did uh, a little bit. I'm more of a photographer. So I have a wedding photography mm-hmm. business also that we're, we're slowly phasing that thing out, but I did. Yeah. have a lot of the, yeah, creative. I was I was also a musician. Not that that has anything to do with woodworking at all. All of us on here are as well. Hey, as, Ross, as you there's a drum see. set yeah. behind you. Yes. Yeah, you can see that drum set. Come yeah. on, yeah. what do you Jess, got? Uh, so it? this is actually a custom made kit. A buddy of mine started a drum company and they made two kits, but this is the first one they ever made. Uh, it's called Wilkins and Cable, and this is one nice. of their two that they ever made. Uh, but the toms on this two and done. Like it didn't go very far beyond that. But the toms <laughs> on this kit have actually been tracked uh, and sampled by like 15 different studios and have oh, now sweet. literally been like my Tom sound has been put on to like over 400 albums. Can you tell when you're listening to like the song, like those are my Toms uh, a little bit. Uh, it's more so for the rack Tom than the floor Tom, but you uh, like, yeah. it's usually pretty far down in the mix. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, they are awesome. there. I got a custom drum set yeah. as well. Yeah. And this is the first we're hearing of this. Oh, yeah. See, well, it, it, I, I mean, man. So Jess was a drummer back in the day as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, still is, I guess. I, I don't know if you saw the drum set. I didn't see it. No, I saw the last one not too long ago. Yeah. So I, I've been dying. I really want to get like a little electro- electronic drum set. Those are much more expensive out. than an acoustic drum set. Yeah, they are. Really? Well, they I mean, are. I can, and they're, you can play, play them anytime. And they're too. I can still play it during the day if, uh, <laughs> if my wife's upstairs working. You know, there are true. actually, yeah. so what I will tell you, uh, and I don't know if you guys have seen this, uh, there are actually now heads and symbols that you can get to replace your normal drum set heads and symbols right. that are all right. electronically triggered, but they go on a normal drum set. So it plays the same as an electronic kit. It's not as loud, uh, but you can play your normal kit as far as position and sizing. That's so, cool. Yeah. So Colton, the D drums are really good, but they're really expensive. Yeah. yeah, really, really expensive. Would Colton describe himself as a drummer in this circle? Or <laughs> I I played drums once for uh, I filled in for a band, a little high school band. So once. no, okay, but cool. uh, yeah, no. no, no. As far as my experience goes, I learned everything from rock band, like uh, like the Guitar Hero mm-hmm. comparison. Yeah, the uh, the Wii had one with a drum set. With a drum set, yeah. That would like, yeah, break so you actually learned like a little bit it. of the basics. It, yeah. it was actually so, fairly, for it was fairly difficult to play if you were actually a drummer because it wasn't at all in the positions you need stuff in. Yeah. 
Yeah. No, I, I played it once and mostly. I was terrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Craig, you said yeah, you have a custom the, kit too? Yeah. Yeah, I do. It's a Truth custom drums. They're actually based out of Oregon here. I so. do know Truth drums. Those are very nice sounding drums. Yeah, I got, a, I got a Truth kit and I've had it for probably 15, 16 years by now. So, awesome. let me guess. You were kicking beats in, in like post pop punk or post hardcore kind of bands? Yeah, actually, dude, I was all over the charts. Um, I grew up playing in church a lot, so it was like a lot of like just slow. You have gospel chops? No. Oh. <laughs> I got like, when I was learning to drum, don't judge me on this, but um, I was really into Creed. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Sorry about that. So I'm just like a power rock drummer. Creed and like um, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Big okay. influence on my yeah. drumming. So. Okay. Uh, I would say like just an aggressive, straightforward, just sit in the groove kind of drummer. So nothing wrong with and that. That being said, like I was able to play with, you know, in rock bands and reggae bands and like play with a singer songwriter, acoustic dudes. And so I was all over the charts as far as who I played with. And nice. But I did that for probably 10 years. Nice. It was like a quote full-time job. I mean, I didn't get paid hardly anything. Welcome so. to being a musician. Exactly. Right, I love it, man. Chasing yeah. the dream, brother. Yeah. Hell yeah. And and that's so not a lot you... changed. I'm I'm still here not getting paid hardly anything. Don't tell Jason. But your commute is, <laughs> is real nice, right? <laughs> yeah. Don't oh, you yeah. Li- don't you live next door to him now? Or close yeah. to him? Yeah. Yeah. Like uh I used to drive yeah. 30 minutes to work every day, which I mean for, for people who live in big cities, not a big deal. But if yeah. you're in like the Willamette Valley in Oregon, like you have to, I have to go through two towns to get to where I was working with Jason. And now I walk out my back door with my coffee in hand and my slippers and uh, walk through the back gate, open the gate, and I'm in their driveway. Now so, I have to ask, like, does that make it better or worse as far as being able to actually like separate work from personal life? Is it uh, like, oh my God. As far like, as uh, getting to work on time. Oh, <laughs> Okay. Yeah, that's like cool. the closer you are, you're like, oh, I got time. And then all of a sudden I look at the clock. I'm like, oh, no. I yeah, last, yeah, exactly. The, the exact same thing popped in my mind. But I feel like that might be perfect, right? Because there is some separation because you're not in your home. You're, you mm-hmm. do have to physically go next door, but you don't have all the commute and stuff. And I, I feel like that might be the perfect separation. Yeah. I mean, it's still of- pretty close to home, but. It's a, it's a, actually probably the biggest question I get is like, how is that? Like, is that weird working for somebody who's also your friend, who's now your neighbor? And everybody's like, how close is too close, man? Like, you guys I mean, are getting real close. It's either amazing job security or like you can literally never leave. Oh, yeah. Both. <laughs> yeah. 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 So whenever he fires me, it's going to get real awkward. Yeah. You're going to have to move. <laughs> I know. Well, he will. I'll just make him move. That's right. Uh, we're not going anywhere. Yeah. No. Well, it, from, yeah. What I, I can see, it seems like y'all have really good chemistry. Yeah. I would say it's, it works because we had the friendship before. And I think it works because, um, maybe I'm, I mean, I wasn't even a woodworker. I, I would say I'm like starting to baby step into the woodworking a little bit. Um, what really has been your favorite anything, project but, since you came on board? Oh Yeah. That's a great question. Um, I absolutely loved the whole treehouse series because we did that. We started that last summer and we worked all the way through off and on all the way through the winter 
into the spring. So we like got a whole year's worth of stuff. And I was also very hands-on on, on yeah. that project. So I was out there a lot building. We were working in 110 degree heat in the summer. And then we were out there in the winter when it was 40 degrees and rainy. And, we're and you're like doing like metal roofing, 20 metal feet roofing. up. Yeah. 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 So that was super fun. I love that one. Um, we I could have swore. A- I thought you were going to say your desk. Yeah. Even though my you know, desk, well, is I guess cool. you, wait, you, you did the sanding on it, right? I did a lot of the sanding. I had yeah. some uh, design input a little bit, but I mean, it's so it's pretty rad having a boss that'll just make you stuff like that. So, so, yeah. uh, I, for those listeners who don't know, and I don't know if you guys know much either as well, Craig and I actually started talking in all honesty because of said desk for Craig. Uh, because really? I was, I was, I had been oh, yeah. talking to Jason about some whiskey stuff. And then he was talking about how he, he had posted on Instagram that he had just finished the desk for Craig. And I, I DM'd him. I was like, please tell me you are going to have him dress up as like a 1950s receptionist and answer the phones. Like, thank you for calling bourbon moth. This is Craig. How can I direct your call? And um, literally Jason was like, I literally just ordered everything from Amazon right now. And then the video came out like two days later. And the sheer hatred in Craig's eyes as the camera first went on to him as he's wearing a wig, <laughs> sitting at the desk. I was looking right into your soul, Ross, hoping you could feel that. I did feel right, that Ross. across the country. It was amazing. Yeah. Oh, that, that came from, from you, bud? Yeah, that was 100% yeah. from me. And uh, <laughs> oh. and so well, I, think you, I think you owe Craig an apology at this point. <laughs> so, <laughs> It wasn't until after we filmed it, and then Ross sends me a DM. He's like, hey, you're welcome for that. And I was like, oh, it was you? Mm-hmm. Okay. I did send him uh, – I sent oh, some whiskey man. up to both gentlemen, and I sent Craig a shirt and uh, as oh, a thank by you. by the way, that was an extra large. Yeah. I said – because you're a fatty, obviously. Um, <laughs> you weigh what? <laughs> a like fan? a buck oh five? Like – I thought it was more of a fun joke than anything else. It was so, funny. I got a good laugh yeah. out of it. I knew exactly oh, what you were doing. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I had promised at that point for terrorizing Craig and literally across country seeing hatred just peer through my television set directly into my soul. I was like, I owe this man some whiskey uh, and I just got some new samples in. So I will be putting together an order for you this week. So. You okay, you heard it here, folks. You heard it here. You said this before, and yep. nothing showed up yet. Well, I had to wait for the good stuff to get here. <laughs> okay. <so. laughs> Dude, I'll yeah. take whatever. Yeah. I ain't picky. Thank you. <laughs> no Thanks problem. for making me dress uh, up know. like a 1950s secretary. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. We actually have um, – it's hilarious here because, you know, Jason used to do just client work, full-time client work, you know, and just getting paid to do – builds and it was very serious business but now it's like since it's transitioned into youtube full-time it's like we are like half woodworkers and half entertainment industry so we have a whole like bin of costumes and dress-up stuff <laughs> normal like stuff you just normally would costumes in, in oh, that's awesome. yeah. yeah yeah we got full-on costumes here so on on that note of being more content creators rather than just um consumer-based woodworking uh, makers. Have you noticed, um, obviously, as the channel has grown, you joined in once he was already kind of full steam ahead. Mm -hmm. Have you enjoyed 
having more of the customer or I guess the client focus as far as the corporate clients, the sponsorship stuff, doing those kind of builds and tie-ins? Or do you like just kind of go through the process on every project and help film whatever's needed? Yeah. I mean, I would say I'm just kind of the utility guy. Like my job changes every, I mean, I have like the staple things that I do every single week, but um, sometimes I'm totally hands-on. Sometimes I'm totally hands-off. That's actually what I love about this job because I'm not the kind of guy that can do a nine-to-five office job sitting down at a desk, very repetitive over and over and over and over. Yep. So um, I, I actually like the fact that we, every Monday comes around and we're like, dude, okay, time to dive into something completely different than we did last week. There's like hardly any repetition in this job at all, which is super fun. And we do have an agency that works with all like the big sponsors, but I, I do handle a lot of the administrative load that comes with product placements and silent sponsors and all the, YouTube, or all the Instagram stuff. Um, that's all on my um, shoulders here so, as far as. And that's actually uh, another tie-in we've actually discussed because all of us literally started from the ground up kind of this year in all facets of social media, trying to grow things you had some background on that before what percentage of your day typically is, is spent doing the content creation versus the background editing and shooting mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, I don't want to give away like too much of our secret, but um, I don't know if you've heard, but I mean, we did a whole class on it at work. We, did. Yeah. we, we film on these bad boys, these iPhones right here. Yeah. And we edit on that iPad app. Um, and, Jason surprisingly loves to edit the main YouTube videos. So I've done a couple of them. Like if we're in a crunch and we need to get one out or he has to travel, I'll, I'll sit down and edit a video, but he loves that process, which I don't quite understand because I should just send him mine. Like Cause videos. I, I have like yeah. six videos worth of content and I just hate editing. <laughs> um, so I would say, you know, every, every week I try to, um, well, I do all the ads, so we'll film all the ads Monday morning. I'll sit down, I'll edit those off, send them off to our agency. And then uh, midweek, we'll try to put together some sort of Instagram reel. And then, not I mean, honestly, not a ton of effort goes into um, Instagram currently at this moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it seems like when we actually do and we actually put our heads together and think about stuff and become like creative, then it actually it has a pretty good reward. Nice. Yeah. Oh man. It, uh, as far as reels, it cracked me up. The, um, it was one about the Fez tool table saw. <laughs> oh, going to the library. Y'all took oh, that, yeah, that was to good. the library and, Oh, like I, I love that. Uh, anytime you go somewhere and you just like act like, you know what you're doing, you act like you're supposed to be there. And um, until someone's like, wait, wait you can't wait. run a table saw in the middle of this library. There. <laughs> that got me. Were, were, I, were you filming no, I that? can because it's got batteries. Or? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I actually, I can. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I actually saw another creator who I think oh. was either in Japan or Korea sitting on a toilet stall, just cutting little pieces on that same table saw, trying to show mm-hmm. that you could do it everywhere. And I was like. Who who brings that in the bathroom? But I guess it's no different than bringing it into the library. So yeah, sometimes I'm just good. like, dear, is this going to be the day that Jason gets arrested? I don't know. <laughs> maybe, maybe it is. But if he does, 
I got to make sure to have the camera rolling because it just <laughs> yes. makes for better content. I mean, at the end of the oh, day, yeah. like we also want to be respectful of people and places, but of course there is this extra mile that Jason is willing to go that 98%, 99% of people would not do. Like who would take a table saw into middle, into the middle of a library right in front of the circulation desk where it's just dead silent and just, <laughs> <laughs> I'm making bookmarks. Hey, you want a bookmark? Hey, you want a bookmark? <laughs> and the, I was, I mean, I, I kind of had to be incognito trying to film. Like I didn't want to be the, you know, like right up on him filming. Well, that, that draws attention. You did perfect. You you were sitting on a bench, right? Yeah, I was. Yeah. It, it looked like you were like kind of down lower sitting yeah, on a bench. Yeah, I was just sitting it. right on a bench right by the oh. entryway. Did and he have a mic on him? He did. Right there? Yeah, okay, and good. that was a tough yeah, thing that, we try to figure out. It's like, how in the world are we going to hide this microphone? So we had an actual flannel shirt, and we just and he had a t-shirt on underneath that. But one of the buttons we left open, and then ran the mic up and popped it out like it was a mm. button. So <laughs> you couldn't, unless you were looking for it, you could not see it. And dude, it worked perfect. Well done. Yeah. Well done. But seriously, I thought, I was like, this might be the day Jason gets loaded up into it. <laughs> well, as, as long Please as you're not God. rude when the authorities try to kick you out. Yeah, yeah exactly. You, you should be good. Yeah. 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 But I just oh, loved how, man. like, I mean, it's like the library was like, a, a, especially the first guy that came in and talked to us. He was like, so apologetic. He's like, I'm sorry. Excuse me. What are you doing? <laughs> and he's like, yeah. it's like. He was causing an inconvenience to Jason, who is just set up right in the middle of the library. With the cutting table. bookmarks. In, cutting bookmarks. Yeah, yeah. And these bookmarks were not like, it, there's, there was not a zero clearance insert into this table saw. So yeah. if, he, if he made them too thin, the blade would just suck them in. <laughs> so we had to do a couple of So these bookmarks, I mean, were, you know, at least an eighth of an inch wide. People are like, yeah. a, a bookmark. Oh, cool. <laughs> it's a thick bookmark. It's a very thick bookmark. Yeah. So wait. So go ahead. Oh, you go ahead. I was, oh, I'm sorry. I was you going to ask. Um, we obviously all. I don't know if you know, but we all met this past year at WorkbenchCon. Was that your first time going as well? Uh, second. Second time going. Yes. Okay. Second. Had you been? He's in veteran. So you're I coming met... up on year three with him. Yeah. Whoa. Well, gosh. Um, January. So actually, I was only. I was. Dude, I was such a green horn the first Workbench Con. I didn't know anybody because I had just got hired in January. And Workbench Con was, I feel like, earlier that year. It was maybe February or March. And so it was just like maybe a month, month and a half after I got hired that he's like, hey, we're going to a Workbench conference. And uh, I show up and I'm like, I have no clue who anybody is. <laughs> And there's just one time I remember I'm just sitting down in the lobby and I just sit down and start talking to somebody. I'm like, I have no clue who anybody is. So I'm like, Hey, what do you do? And, uh, Jimmy dress is like, Oh, I do, <laughs> I do some woodworking and you know, I have a YouTube channel. I was like, Oh, cool. Yeah, man. What's it called? <laughs> just like, uh, and I just, uh, honestly, like, that's probably refreshing to him. Honestly. Yeah. Cause yeah. it was just not a world that I was part of. And, and even today, you know, a year and three quarters through having been in, in the community, like I'm still learning and meeting so many people and learning so many things. And so um, have you watched any of Jason's videos yet? Other than the ones you had edited? No. 
Okay. Way to keep <laughs> up that track record. <laughs> it keeps them unbiased. There we go. Yep. Oh man. Yeah, no, I got to now. That's part of the part of the deal. Yeah. Although I, I will say I think I've only watched one Airstream video so far. And we're on like eight or nine. Yeah, there's a there's lot. A lot. Yeah. There's a lot more than what was anticipated. I think I've, I'm project. similar to you on that one, um, mostly because I don't own an Airstream. And mm-hmm. from everything I've heard when listening to uh, the podcast that Jason is on, uh, he basically just says it's a bunch of scribing and using the um, uh, the CNC. So the shaper. Yeah, the shaper. Lots of shaper. Yep. Um, yeah. Dude, I think we're ready to be done and move on with this thing. Oh, for sure. Yeah. We're getting close. Have you guys... Have you guys have looked a, at putting in a CNC? I have a question. What's that? He had one. He sold oh, it. Oh, yeah. Yep, exactly. Just yeah, he, he, he hated it. He, he oh. didn't want to use well, it. Well, from the, the yeah, early days in Shop Sounds, um, he said that CNC stands for cannot cut. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so, I don't know. I feel like that goes in line with his uh, resin hate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like a purist. And I... Um, Which, you know what? I use a lot of resin. And a CNC. I, I, I have some composing and or uh, opposing, not composing, opposing views on that. But it's all right. I, I mean, hey, I man. get where you're coming from, but it's okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. I use the shit out of my CNC and the, and the resin. So <laughs> there you go. To each his own. No river tables, though. Yeah. Uh, I do yeah, have Jeff, a question. I, 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 quite a few episodes ago, he talked about you doing a woodworking project on your own. Like while he was out and videoing it and making that a video, has that ever been talked Cats about? Out of the bag, huh? No. Um, he said, yeah. it. "It's true." I don't listen to shop sounds either. Oh, no. <laughs> you don't like <laughs> Keith's voice? I'm a big. Yeah, I just uh, can't stand the guy. Yeah, oh, you're great. Yeah, the don't worst. waste your time. Yeah, no, I. Uh, <laughs> just Keith is amazing. Yeah, I love Keith. Yeah. Yeah, he's so just awesome and such a talented woodworker. Yeah. Anytime he's a perfectionist like me, I I relate to him. I mean, anytime we have like a problem at the shop, I'll get to your question, Jess, for sure. But um, Jay or Keith is like the first call that Jason makes, like to talk through, like, oh man, struggling with this. What should I do? And we're just like, let's call Keith and see what he thinks. So (laughs) yeah, he's a brain man. He's a brain. That's what these two guys are for me. Anytime I have a question, like I'll I'll consult these these two dudes. Um. So yeah, Jason's going hunting in the first week of October and that's coming up real quick. And we just had this awesome idea, you know, like I still, I wouldn't say I'm a woodworker, but I've been around it and I've observed for a year and over a year and a half. And I really do think like I could build a piece of furniture having never built one before. Do you get to design it and everything? I'm interested to see it. Yeah, I'm going to design it. I'm going to, I'm not telling Jason what I'm building. And while he's gone, I got to build it and film it and edit it. And when he comes back, it's going to be awesome. Cause when he comes back, he's going to do like a little introduction. You're going to make yourself and sit down. And then he's going to voice (laughs) it over for the first time watching my video. Nice. Oh, I love it. It's like a reaction video. Yeah. So it's just going to be totally reactionary. Oh, yeah. And he's going to rip me a new one. Have, I just know it. Have you ever that's going to be hilarious. I, I can't wait to see it. I'm I putting mean, myself out there for the whole interwebs to just make fun of and critique because I know 
And it's not like I have the design in my head. Okay, I'm not going to say what it is, but it's. I don't think it's easy by any means. I don't think it's like the most difficult thing. But are you going to make I a pickle? Like Darn it! Pickle. Yeah, <laughs> like the movie Bad Santa. Now. The kid carves yeah. a pickle. <laughs> okay, I got to think of something else. Right. Um, no, I actually thought like, how funny would it be? Because we were just camping without cell phone service. That's how Jason uh, a little while ago was able to break into my house and me not know about it. Because I don't know if you guys saw, he built me nightstands like three weeks ago. Yeah, we yeah. were camping. He totally. I, I gave him a key because I was like, here, ch- feed my fish while we're camping. We won't have cell phone service. He's like, oh what yeah, kind I of fish you got? Little beta. His name's Mac. Yeah. Yeah. He's like gone right. two years old, man. He's just, he's blue and he swims around. That's funny. He used to have a beta named Jack. Yeah. What, what happened to Jack? Oh, um, someone was trying to sneak. Same thing. The duck. <laughs> what <laughs> happened to the duck? Say, <laughs> <laughs> was it named Bubs? He, he, yeah. Bubs of the duck. Colton had had a, the Jack a baby was, duck. I had it in college. And it died. I, yeah. Oh, I had a duck. Yeah. But yeah, it, it, I found it in my shop, but, uh, oh, but Jack dying. The fish or the duck? Uh, the, the fish was um, – I, I kept them in a Jack Daniels single barrel bottle. You know, it's like a little square bottle. Yeah. It's no wonder like he died. Beta fish. You just put him in <laughs> no, alcohol. No, he, he did great. He didn't empty out the alcohol first. Could have at least he put him in some good whiskey. <laughs> no, we, uh, I kept him on my windowsill, and we were sneaking a girl into the dorm, and she kicked him off the stand, and he fell to the floor, and I tried to revive him. but She came to your house, it, and you she know, kicked your fish, and now but fish need operation. <laughs> But I want to know, did you get caught, though? Mouth to gill? Uh, no, I didn't get caught. Okay. That's the important part. In. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Just the casualty. Um, I don't know where yeah. I was going with that. But anyway. Um, you were camping. Somehow he, Jason he made my house. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Nightstands. Yeah. So one of the Which things he said about. Surprise. One of the things he said about those nightstands is he didn't think about the charging port and putting it. He said he put it in the very center of the tabletop. Yeah. Has that been annoying for you and your wife to have to put your phone in the very middle of it? Like, you know, you wouldn't normally put your phone there to charge. Yeah. Um, no, no. Okay. Actually for us, I think it, I mean, works out better because like I always have a glass of water, like every normal person does by their bed. Mm-hmm. And I always put that on the side closest to me. So okay. then I always just, I don't know. I'm yeah, the opposite. I put the phone close in the water further away because I'll roll over and knock over the water in my sleep. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, flavor. I rely on my wife's ginormous Stanley thermos thing, which also serves as like a self-defense weapon. Do y'all's wives have those the big Stanley thermos things? Uh, you know what I'm talking about? Uh, I, have, I, know exactly I have a different brand, about, yeah. but yeah. We just had um, some friends out from England over here. And That's true. She was uh, Josie. Um, Sam's fiance was just just smitten with those Stanley thermoses, so she got a big one to take home to England. Oh, those are oh yeah, spreading overseas, man. Yeah, those things are uh, it's like wildfire. But yeah. So uh, well, normally, Craig, just so you know, uh, we typically go around and and figure out what's going on in everybody's shop. What's what's happening in your shop this week? Anything wild and crazy or? Hmm. Well. This might surprise you a little bit, but uh, we're working on an Airstream. Oh, how about that? Oh, you know? yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jason's uh, scribing still. Okay. And, um, <laughs> working with the shaper. Yeah. Yeah. Work. Yeah. Actually, shaper's done. So. Okay. Yeah. 
we were actually supposed to fill a film a reel for that today and I dropped the ball and forgot. So well thanks done. for reminding me. I'll, we'll have to do that tomorrow. Um, we're actually, you know, we pump videos out pretty insanely fast. It's like once a week. I right? feel like it has been once a week for like five months now. It's, it's Dude, crazy. That is, that's awesome. Yeah. Kudos With to maybe you. a week break. So September's yeah. really slow. We only have two videos, which wow. is kind of like nice. We get a reset and, um, maybe work ahead a little bit. So coming down the pipeline, we're going to build a cider press because Jason has a ton of apples here on his property and every year he likes to press cider, but we just always thought like, well, what if we just did a video on like how to make your own cider press? Yeah. And you do have to order some parts from the company, all the metal stuff, but, um, Is we're going to do a video next week. On- does he make bourbon cider? Not yet, but maybe we will. Should yeah. we? With yeah. some old elk? We can figure I mean, that out. I know a guy. That's in the name. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, um, I will take anything that you send our way. Done and done. Maybe I should give you my personal address because if you like send stuff to the <laughs> to the shop, Jason usually just takes it and then it disappears. I'm like, where'd that where'd that stuff go that would sent that was sent directly week? for you? Yeah. yeah. Uh I'll send a gift package out. So, well, if you just change his address, change the last number to a six, that's my okay. address. All right, yeah. done. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Okay. There yeah. you go. Very well. Yeah, right. so hey. we got that coming down the pipeline. Oh, we have a really fun build coming up that, you know, Jason's built a couple boats. Yes. I don't want to give too much away, but um, there's going to be another boat build coming down the line. Uh inspired by some redneck midwestern themed river flow i heard you about did. it did he talk about it, it on the podcast yeah, okay. yeah he talked about it on did he talk podcast. in depth about yeah. it i'm i'm okay, terrified yeah. for you guys if he puts the outboard on it mm-hmm. i'm really yeah. terrified so it'll make it's a good video a good either video. way float or sink this thing's gonna sail <laughs> oh it'll float for a, for a while with all the foam he's talking oh, yeah. about putting on it as yeah. long as it doesn't break off yeah yeah so yeah just reinforce where the outboard's going to attach. I, I think, think so. it'll be okay. It'll be fun. And uh, I think I think we That's need it, you know, because it's been a summer just kind of grinding out this Airstream. Lots of scribing, lots of, I mean, just things that would take Jason three days tops are taking him two weeks, you know, mm-hmm. to do. And I could just see. Well, you know, that's because you're just in there filming. You're not, you're yeah. not helping to build. That's right. I, that's not my job. Yeah. If he asks, I'll be like, absolutely, man. I'll help you. I, I can make these cuts for mm-hmm. sure. Yep. I had a buddy that had the exact same thing, an older Airstream like that, and it had rotten floors. He didn't pay somebody to do – he did most of it, and it was like that. Months and months and nights of lights just trying to get everything to fit because Airstreams yeah, are there's so no, round. Yeah. There, there's no – other than the floor, there's no flat surfaces uh, anywhere in it. Uh, yeah. And we uh, talked – and he wants to do it good. We talked too. today, and I think he mentioned this on the podcast. The only way I know about it is because he said he did. But um, that, you know, the minute he drives, pulls this thing out his driveway, like all this scribing work that he's done, so meticulous to get it like right up against the walls, it's going to go all out the window because that thing's going to flex and turn as soon as he <laughs> like, takes one corner or goes over a bump. You know, it's just going to. All the cockles. All the reveals yep. around the cabinets yep. are just going to go. Wait. That'll yeah, be an awesome follow-up video of like the actual first trip with it. 
and how bad all the seams come apart if they yeah. do. Yeah. We were talking about doing, maybe doing some sort of a final video where we go take it somewhere until just camp overnight and just see how it holds up. There you go. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So boys, what's going right. on in your benches? Very good. You go first, Cole. Man. Uh, oh, shoot. I started to make count. I think. I know one thing that's supposed to be on your bench. Yeah. Oh, um, I am making just some. Uh, let's just. They're, they're not going to be coasters, but for this uh, picture, trying to picture it verbally, they're basically a bunch of three inch coasters with just about every dog you can imagine on them. Um, I got about 20 breathe dogs lined up so far and that's just the popular ones. But, um, but yeah, we're cutting like little three inch disc and then, um, out of quarter inch plywood, which I was trying to talk you into, uh, using I a hardwood, did. which, uh, just thinks that <laughs> they'll be on hardwood. Just thinks that if I plane some hardwood down to maybe a third of an inch, that it's going to warp up and stuff. And eventually, yes, it would depending on what we use, but, um, I don't know. That's just my opinion. Well, effectively, I want them that light color, and I want them that thin. I want them like that three sixteenths, less than a quarter. Because quarter are you going to quarter? Are you going to ruby uh, like every one heart? of those? Or a, no, you're going to ruby them or something. I'm going to I'm going to stain some of them. They're going to be like an inset that's going to go in like dog leash holders and some other things to sell to people that like dogs. Remember, I told you I was going to make dog stuff eventually. Well, this will be one okay. of the first ones. And since we don't have a CNC yet, I'm just going to have him laser. Lasers. I can see it in my head. And I have – I bought that half-inch uh, live-edge crap that wasn't supposed to be a half-inch, but it wound up being a half-inch that's double mm-hmm. live-edge uh, white oak. And I'm going to get those all sanded and make like little dog leash holders with like little insets with the with the little dogs on them. And people will buy the snot out of them, I'm sure. There's a lot of dog lovers out dogs. there. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh yeah. man. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. I don't like dogs. I'm going to say anyway, that right now. I'm sorry, guys. I don't like dogs. If you want to kick, if you want to kick me what? off the podcast, I'll, I'll you know leave what? right now. They don't okay, like I can you. Leave. Do you want me to leave? I'll they leave. don't like you. No, okay. you can stay. Right, Craig, it's been fun, man. Enjoy. Maybe you. it's right. more the people. Yeah. I feel like I don't mind the dogs so much. It's the people. It's the dog people. Oh. I uh, I actually was. I in, think you've met some bad dog people. Then man. I, I was know, in Greater man. San Francisco this week. I'm sorry. Like from I'm sorry like to your ten John listeners. Candy from Spaceballs. I don't know. A mog, half man, half dog. He's I love having a fish right now. Yeah. Maybe I feel like I'm jaded because I have three kids right now. I love my kids, but they take so much energy. Oh, and yeah. Well, just, also they're all boys, right? Yeah. 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 All boys. So I mean, wild yeah, and crazy. That, that's, that's a handful and in itself. The thought of like a dog right now would just wreck me. I just break down and cry. Hmm. If my wife brought home a dog, she's like, here's a puppy. I'd be like, no, thank you. I'm no, out. I gotta uh, go. Yeah, no puppies. So here, here's the finishing question of that. Uh, how about cats? I had a cat. He died. Yeah. Um, I was in college, came home. He was staying at my parents' house. He was my cat growing up. And I was like coming home for Christmas time. It was Christmas. We had a great Christmas. New Year's comes around. I'm at my parents' house. Beautiful, uh, snowy New Year's Day morning. Mm-hmm. New Year's morning. And I let my cat in. He's all purring, coming up to me, you know, he, like he does every day. And he gets up right 
next to me and rubs against my leg like cats do. And then he goes, and just turned over, laid on his back and died. Just dead. The cat got turned. I was like, he literally had like, he only had a certain amount of years. And literally, as soon as it was a new year, he was. Yeah. His name was Brad. How did we go from what Colton was making this week to your cat? I'm not not sure. It doesn't matter. (laughs) It doesn't matter. That's what we're here for, right? Dog coasters. That's That's so morbid. uh, Well, you know what? In a beautiful way, the cat probably was holding on until it got to see you and rub against you one more time. Yeah. Until he uh, he took his final breath and he's like, "I'm done now." He's like, "I'm yeah. done." What, what, I'm, was I'm he old? Up. Was it old? Olden age? No, or? I mean he was like four, eight or nine. And it's not old for. I feel like cats can live to like fifteen, eighteen, or right? 18, yeah, mean, yeah, he wasn't I mean, that old. And my last well, cat sorry. died while he was in his sleep on the couch, and I came out one morning. I was like, "Hey, time for breakfast." Wait, there's still food in the dish. We had an automatic cat feeder, and then I like mm-hmm. walked around the corner and just saw him curled up on the couch on the couch and i was like hey dash come get your food and he like no respondo and like i i go over there and just dead as a doornail but he like had this smile oh. and his, I, yeah sorry to bring things down no it's good the cat, man, that's uh the silver lining man yeah that with a smile on his face he was a great that's cat good. so he was silver yeah anyway oh, man, silver lining let's get back to shop talk huh yeah <laughs> shop talk <laughs> yeah. Um, so anyway, you're making coasters. Yeah, yeah, dude. Uh, the inlays actually. That's, that's a good, good okay for it. Yeah, the dog inlays, and um, yeah, I guess this first round we're gonna try to have some quarter inch birch plywood. Okay. Which I, I don't know. I'm I'm concerned that when you get that thin of plywood, especially when it's like a thin veneer, mm-hmm. and you're cutting it out and you're inlaying, and so I, I'm concerned that there's gonna be um, potential for that top veneer to kind of peel up on the edges if you use i am if you use epoxy to inset it and make sure it's along the outside edge as well you'll be fine all right so you have it Uh, underneath and then you have it all around the outside of it uh so the outside edges and then inset it to where it's going and it won't move all right um i guess also on that same note uh jess are how are you gonna uh cut the hole to put these in you just can use like a forstner bit that's like a like a three inch forstner bit i'm going to i'm going to make a jig an irish jig and uh i'm going to make a scottish jig and and then i'm going (laughs) to use a router with a with a bearing on it and and just like clamp it to it and that my router has a huge like plate like a 10 inch plate and just wait what's it like and just chew it out Meow. All right, we're getting back Meow. to cats. All right, I like this. Yeah. <laughs> it all comes around. Yeah. Is okay. there any update on the uh the cornhole boards? You pumping any more yeah. out? Yes, this was a good week on uh pumps them out. I think we're down to 18 now. Total? Yeah. Uh how many are left from the then, original orders? Any? Oh, uh maybe five, which um, I had some hard numbers. I, I should have, they're, they're on a list downstairs. Um, out of those 18, I think eight of them are already cut. And then out of those, maybe five are already poured as well. So you just have finishing. They, uh, yes. Yes. Which, um, that's about as far as time wise, that's still about 50% of the process, oh. but, uh, well, as far as active time, um, 
but yeah, so we're, we're getting down. Um, yeah, yeah, just day by day making it through that. So I'm doing well. I think doing you well. should make a set for uh, the Bourbon Moth boys where uh, instead of having the Bourbon oh. Moth logo, it's their face. Like one of them is Craig's face and the other one is Jason's face. Yeah. And then I could like do the, the logo maybe subtle yeah. somewhere like on the side of the frame. Or in their if beers. you make them like river cornhole boards. That's what they are. <laughs> <laughs> is that what they are? Kind of. Is that what they are? It's not river, but the uh, everything. Well, so the, down the middle. He, he, here's yeah, the premise know. of these cornhole boards, right? So, uh, Craig, uh, you're in the Northwest. You ever played cornhole? Oh yeah, dude. Cornhole's huge okay. up here, man. Every okay, single cool. brewery or pub has them like out for you just to play. Noise. Yeah. All right. So, um, so picture just like cornhole board, right? Like you got your, your, your four walls yeah, in the frame, it. and then your top. Uh-huh. Right. And so I take this like birch plywood, <laughs> a half hot. inch birch plywood top. Yeah, Keep right? talking. Keep going. And I, uh, I mm-hmm. cut out like a logo in the <laughs> oh, center yeah. with a CNC, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> a what? And then I, I, I put a CNC cannot cut. Can, oh, and, cannot cut. Yeah, I know. That's, yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cannot cut. And um, I fill it with epoxy resin, right? What? And then with <laughs> <Sorry>. epoxy. <laughs> I know it's a foreign substance to you or uh, illegal substance. Uh, it's contraband. Illegal. Yeah, contraband, contraband okay. over yeah, in your yeah, shop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah okay. I get and it. Um, yeah, and so we then we backlight it with LEDs. And so picture this: you have your logo right there, and mm-hmm. then like full color, full everything, like boom bright like like dispersed light of your logo coming through these boards and um that's that's the the hellhole i've been digging my way out of through this last year hey i can i um, can dig it i like it yeah yep sweet they're really pretty they're really pretty yeah 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 yeah. Check, check us out on uh instagram facebook um grinder you can find us anywhere. Yeah. Still on TikTok? That's a thing still. <laughs> Colton oh, does yeah, most of his business on TikTok. I yes. I, I actually what kind surprisingly of have learned to love doing? TikTok. Really? What? I was wondering what yes. kind of business happens on TikTok. Dude, um the illegal well, from kinds? TikTok. <laughs> yeah. Well basically I'm not gonna go too in depth, but a year ago I made this video of like this process of making these boards. I wasn't even trying to sell them. And then I think most people assume whenever they see some cornhole being built, they assume it's for sale, right? No, and uh, it's a very common thing to like make a cornhole board and sell it, right? And uh, most people assumed it was for sale and my past was in sales, right? And so like, of course I'm going to sell it, right? And so I threw up a website in like three days and then collected uh, apparently now over a year's worth of orders in a matter of two weeks. And I undersold or like oversold underpriced and have been, apparently I have to learn all my lessons in business the hard way. Yeah. And that's, uh, that's where, that's where I'm at now. The lessons are learned, man. Yeah. Yeah. Which, uh, I mean, those are the best lessons learned or best learned lessons. Best I guess you could say either way, either way. Something like that. Yeah. But, um, it would be a lot easier if I could just like learn it the easy way, but that's where we're at, man. All right. Jess, yeah. how about you? What's going on? Very good. Oh all that, God. huh? So, <laughs> uh, all of the furniture is nice. done. We made so far. We've made, and interestingly enough, um, I did get inspiration for the legs off of your desk. I like that design so much. 
Oh, uh, Craig's not your desk. desk. The one that I, was say, Craig's desk. I made a really nice desk as well, <laughs> um, but thank you for not appreciating that. I was that. like, hey, I, man. I, I like yeah. I like your desk. I do like you, your desk. Uh, I wouldn't be able you to ship to, your desk. Do you need the files or anything like that? I could skin take it to sketch up. You got no, it? No, I got, right. I got it. I got it. I got it. Yeah, I got it. So I made, we have made so far uh, 24 side tables, 10 coffee tables, and 10 hey, All right. There we um, go. And, and they look, they, they turned out really good. We had a little bunch of hiccups here and there, but for the most part. So I will tell you uh, what I effed okay. up later. Uh, we'll get to that later but um it looks good i really love and hate the rubio monaco cotton wire really because putting it on is like sap but the finish is so beautiful like you just have to get used to it it's just so hard to rub that's what she compared said to like clear <laughs> you beat me to you know it. what i mean mm-hmm. it, it is mm-hmm. it's just really hard but but it's is okay it easy to get uh, off it, all, it just Yes, you just have to okay. rub it the right way. Yeah, yes. Ross. So uh, oh. that's all done. Oh, so delayed. what we no, did? No, it's not funny anymore. No, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I got all these jokes. Uh, Ross is the Ross is five seconds behind. No, on it's not playing. It's delayed. What's new, right? Oh, yeah. Ross, I haven't heard. Uh, if you've been playing sounds, I haven't heard them. But the, the, that's the thing; they're not playing. So, uh, wait, you guys have well, sounds? Uh, yeah. Yeah, dude, we got some good sounds. Oh, wait, are we not? Does that mean that like the the wood of the week and the, uh, the whiskey of the week is not well, going to work? We'll figure man. that out. Oh shoot, those are my favorite. Craig, I think I think I get a kick out of. Anyway, them too. I'll make up a song for you guys. Appreciate oh, that. Hey, okay. actually, that's even better. Yep. So uh, the ongoing saga with the website and all that crap. The we did uh, finally talk to. Uh, a guy, a company that is going to help us with the keywords and meta tags and all that stuff. And as it turns out, he needs several projects done. So we got a little work out of that. And then, um, but we all decided, several people have said it, that we we're going to split the site. So the cabinets are going to be one site and all the woodwork is going to be on another site. So as officially, as of this afternoon, Get me cabinets is its own site with just the. Does that have an Irish jig it. with it too? So you can and say, then, "Oh, come on down and get me cabinets." Is that get, get me cabinets dot com? There we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there it is. Oh, you got it. So you'll have to sample that. Get me cabinets dot com. It's going to play. Is that your drum set, Ross? Did you sample that from your own drums? No, that's. Oh, that would have been cooler. <laughs> uh, so get me Kevin it's just his own thing and then um, uh, woodwork sample bay will just be like anything we make out of wood and our custom woodwork and stuff yeah. like that so redesign the logo he's looking at that trying to get that to work and and so on and so forth so uh, it's going okay I've just been doing a lot of computer work the past two days but me too um, the guy the, yeah and the guys in the shop they, they're doing okay it's just never it's never as fast as I think it's going to be. And then I get in there and it takes forever for me too. So like, I just need to kind of try building an airstream. Yeah. I was going to say, you are are like echoing everything that has been said around the bourbon moth shop the last summer. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Everything always, it's good. Two seconds, right? That's what the, that's what, uh, 
Keith yeah, always says two seconds. seconds. It'll take two seconds. And the yeah, two seconds. And it's like, you know, yeah, I two think days we later. talked about like this airstream, so. like, oh, we'll be done in what like six videos, I think is what we mapped out. Like, okay, this is gonna be a video, this will be a video, this will be a video, and uh, and it's just like six videos in, we were halfway done. <laughs> and we're yeah. like, uh oh. We hope people don't get bored. Yeah, split it up with some other stuff. You're fine. Yeah. Well, yeah. Ross stopped watching, so. Yeah, clearly. Yeah. I never started well, watching them, so. Yep. I'm on the contrary. I've actually enjoyed the Airstream stuff. Um, I think I've watched at least all of them up to, like, maybe two weeks ago. I don't yeah. know if there's been any posted since then, but uh, they, I've actually enjoyed watching them. Good. I think people are like in it now. Like if you if you've watched up to this point, you're gonna finish it out. I think my problem was yeah. I watched Andy Rawls like a few years yeah. ago. I watched that whole series, and I'm like, oh, Jason got a lot of that stuff from Andy. So it'd be like repetitive. watching it again. Yeah, uh, we Wait, actually had an idea in Texas. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he's in Texas in the hill country. We were nice. gonna uh, have him come out um, since we started the series with Andy, Jason going out to Andy and checking out his airstream and stuff. We were gonna maybe have him come out i don't i don't know if it's gonna work you should for the finish and that way he can look finish, at it and be right? like this is where out. you did everything wrong everything wrong yeah yeah, yeah. absolutely starts and ends with andy <laughs> yeah yeah there we go um so, so uh, what about you yeah uh, yeah white doors um i <laughs> the long-standing <laughs> issue of the white doors that i made for the customer I finally, dun, dun, dun. Oh, yeah. Um, I finally had the conversation with the customer, and it went like this. Um, <laughs> overall, it uh, the the big issue was that I was called in initially to do trim work and build some doors after another contractor had started the project and ghosted them. I did all the trim work. I built the doors. They're unhappy with the doors. They want me to make new doors but I'm not going to do it for free. And they're like, I've already put so much money into it and there's this, and we had the contract and I'm like, yes, but I built you doors. I built you what you wanted and now you don't like them. So it was a big back and forth. And I actually, the, the, the wife in the couple is the one I was dealing with most of the time. And she is less than pleased with me. Uh, the husband, he and I have been going back and forth. He's actually coming to pick up the other door that I had taken to my shop. He's coming tomorrow. So when this airs, He's coming to pick it up and I have another option for him. I've been talking with some custom home builders and uh, all of them say to use this one door company called true styles and they will custom mill any size, any shape, any design door all out of MDF. And they obviously do it with CNC's, but then they finish it all. So it's all perfectly done. And I'm going to give them the option of if they buy the doors, which are typically going to be the five to $600 a door anyway, this is what I was going to charge them to build some. Uh, I would install them for free. So that would that was going to be my compromise to kind of save face with the contact that got me this customer as well as with the customer. So we'll see what happens. Um, I don't know if they're going to take that option. They may just say, we're done working with you and have a good one. But either way, I had the conversation with them. So it was not fun, but I got it done. And that's what really matters. So uh, outside of that, I was traveling. I was in San Francisco all week. I literally landed a few hours ago, uh, but I did get to see some redwoods in person for the first time. I had never seen hey, the redwood trees. Dude, redwoods are amazing. Yeah, totally awesome. Uh, and I also saw some eucalyptus trees out there or a cousin of eucalyptus trees that were crazy tall. 
uh, similar in size to the Redwoods. And I got some, some cool video. I, I don't know if it's just cool to yeah. me or not, but I, well, I saw some of that on your stories yeah. and on your Instagram stories. Um, those were, that was slick, but, uh, but did you, uh, so you didn't refer to it as Liptus though? I did not because it, th- that is a Brazilian. No. Wood. This was in California. That's not Liptus. Oh, it's a different wood. It is a, going from eucalyptus to Liptus. Yeah. So I it, is had a, it is a cousin. Once. You had lupus. I had Liptus. Oh, Liptus. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Hurts. <laughs> Early onset type 2 diabetes. Yeah. Hey, my yeah. wife's diabetic. Oh. Stop it. Type, type 1, though. Oh, so there you go. We're, we're fine. Two completely different monster. Yeah. yeah. Just give her some Quaker Oats. It's, uh, Wilford Brimley told me that's what you do. Really? He was the, the oatmeal right. man growing no. up. Okay. Do you or someone you know have diabetes? No, that's type 2, though. Yeah. So yeah, I didn't honestly get a chance to do a lot of woodworking. Uh, I, I have some stuff in store for this weekend. Uh, I got to pound out a few more of those bowling pin bases, the trophy bases. And uh, I have started working again on the spalted maple table. So that's my, my new thing, yeah. but I got uh, one week of the five weeks in a row of travel down. So hoping to get some stuff in this weekend. So. All right. But uh, I think Sounds it's time good. to do a little bit of uh, Wood of the Week. You down? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, wow. 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 Wood of the Week. I could have come up Wood with such a better so, song. I mean, better jingle than that. Thank you. Appreciate <laughs> it. Sorry. Wow. Well, that's fair. Appreciate wow. it. Then wow. let's collaborate. Wow. Let's collaborate. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah, I thought it was great. Uh, so the wood of the week is hard maple, rock maple, whatever you want to call it, hard maple. Uh, I I love and hate hard maple hate it? because uh, it burns yeah. real bad when you're cutting it. Because when you got it, it burns really yeah. bad, and it it uh, if you ever catch it, like when you're oh, with a router or something, something making a rabbit or something, it just explodes. It just blows up, um, and then it, it tends to want to warp a little bit uh, a lot of times if it's just not completely, totally, yeah. absolutely dry. So it needs to sit in your shop for a little while. But what I will say about maple is it's probably one of the most used woods that people uh, are associated with just in the general public. Yep. Bowling alleys, um, and the piano uh, the part of the piano, the the action on a piano, maple, um, uh, yep. roller skating rinks, those maple floors, uh, cutting boards, and then of course you got all the different types of hard maple that have like special figure like curly maple and bird's eye maple and all that, and they make instruments out of them. They do all these different things, um, and for high end cabinetry, it paints yep. like a dream. And it doesn't oh, really you know stain what? or anything I, I've else. I've never like thought that. about that. I've never painted maple. Oh, it works yeah, really a, well. Man, it kitchen paints cabinets. So it's in kitchens. It's in the good. Kitchens. Yeah, I do all kitchen my face cab- frames out yeah. of maple. Yeah, I don't like paints. poplar. And it's really, it's really pretty plywood mm-hmm. too. I bought maple plywood for one of the first times the other day, and it makes really beautiful plywood. Uh, if you're going to just like clear cut, are basketball the floors of a like, like basketball courts uh, made out of maple or? The only Probably. fun fact I know about those yeah. is that all it, the basketball courts, most of them from around the world, if not all the ones at least in the U.S., come from lumber in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. 
Wow. Well, there wow. You go. Yeah, a, a lot wow. of the maple comes from northeast or North America. Is that before Canada, or after they took the syrup out? Uh, as far as uh, I think it is after. I love me a good maple Both. syrup, man. And then the – Who doesn't? Yeah. And what? then I hate maple syrup. What? Jess, Jess doesn't like maple, maple syrup. syrup. No, I like – I like I don't like the maple flavor. I've got maple coffee. I've tried my whole really, dude. It's one I of the like best it. flavors. It tastes like ever. bad sugar. I don't like that it. and butterscotch. Uh, I must I, I be like, I must be like eighty years old. I was just I say. like cats, butterscotch, <laughs> and butterscotch. maple syrup, <laughs> and I got Kleenex in my pocket. <laughs> and my wife's and got the original. <laughs> Oh, God. Uh, sorry, I shouldn't be laughing so hard at that. Yeah, why are you laughing at that, Colton? That's not. This is a very serious issue. Oh, uh, that's not cool, man. Oh, it's not cool. Stop. Not bad, bro. Uh, as far as far as the boring stuff, it's about the same hardness as like oh, it's fourteen fifty. We talk about the Janka right all the time, so it's you know it's a little harder than oak, and and so it's a lot so tired than oak. Though. Um, I mean, it is. It, it, it is. You don't have that raised grain, and I will say. Which is why it paints so good. I will say, um, I just bought some, and I bought it in four quarter, six quarter, and eight quarter. Yes, and it is cheap. What? It is yes. super cheap. Oh. Like f- five bucks a foot for eight, five bucks a board foot for eight. I quarter. buy one by threes um, that are literally like really nice, two seventy five to three dollars a board foot. Yeah, two or three dollars. Maybe foot. they're like so. It's a really nice hardwood. It stains pretty yeah. nice. That too. makes it's sense too. Why y'all like whenever we were talking about making these cornhole boards out of hardwood, yeah. y'all would suggest maple. Yeah. To me, that seems foreign because maple is at least in Houston, hard maple is a little bit more up there in price. Oh. Like uh, it's it's not walnut, uh. but it's uh, it's definitely more than than oak, red oak. Um, I don't like white oak is pretty expensive here too, though. I, I'm trying to think of something to. I mean, you guys get hickory though, common. and like pecan wood and stuff that we don't get in our neck right. of the nape. All right, yeah, uh, but I always felt like hard maple. I, I never considered it a cheap wood, uh, but I love it, man. I, 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 when I first got into woodworking, I cut my teeth on that. Like I thought I was supposed to make cutting boards out of that because it's one of the most abrasive resistance wood abrasive resistant woods. yeah maple is really and, good for um, cutting boards like really good for them well i also i like it for uh different like um not exactly jigs but like uh so on the cnc we have that t-track and oh we lost jess he'll be sure. back um i'll be back um so for my cnc we have the t-track and uh i'll make some like custom tie downs that like we'll use a bolt and for that and um the hard maple I can cut it actually really thin and it'll still hold a lot of like down force pounds, um, foot pounds, whatever you call it, uh, to hold my material in place. And it, it, it's done really well for that. Okay. And, um, yeah, I, I, I love working with it. I just wish it, if it had the color of like a walnut or something, it'd be my favorite wood hands down, but it is kind of just blank. We got to but- build something out of maple again. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I could be totally wrong, but ever since I worked for Jason, I don't think he's built one thing out of maple. You know what you should do is a contrasting color chair for your desk. You should make a mid-century modern chair out of maple as a contrasting color for your walnut desk, and it'll look really nice. Ah, there you go. Maybe just like one racing stripe 
or racing stripes through the middle of it of walnut of epoxy oh walnut yeah, yeah. Of, yeah. <laughs> of epoxy yeah. Yeah. Cool. oh yeah yeah walnut um the problem is i gotta sit in that all day so i actually ordered a really like nice comfortable chair oh. it's like squishy and leather oh, nice. and yeah is it a gamer chair no okay hey so <laughs> craig uh before just gets back well i mean yeah, should like, we talk uh, about him? Just to wait on yeah, it too. But totally. um let's talk about it. I got I got one word for you, man, and I want to talk about it. Hopefully, I hope you have some stuff to talk about, it, but like racing and bikes. And uh so I saw your GSXR. Yeah, man. On on the grams, bro. You still have that thing? I still got it. Still in the garage. Haven't Dude. rode it all I have not rode it all summer long. Have you ever uh all right, oh hey, all right. So just ca- just came back. Um is Jess a biker? No, actually, I have my motorcycle license, but I don't have a Babe, bike. Always hold on to that motorcycle license. Don't let it expire. There is a motorcycle in the wall in my house. Inside the wall. It's in the wall, like it's like encased. Yeah, it, it just Davidson. ran off the freeway and just, they just <laughs> never took it out. Right mm-hmm. in the house. Cool. Nice. Good. I, I, could sh- I could try to show it to you, but yeah, yeah right. it's, there's a Harley Sweet. behind the camera. But yeah, Cole, so, what's, um, what's your question, man? So, Craig, have you ever yeah. seen a track with that thing, man? Or no. yourself? or I bike? have three children, and mm-hmm. I don't want to kill myself. So That's fair. I also probably think I'm way too cool for the age I am. And uh, I have a crotch rocket at 39 years old. There you yeah. go. Father of three boys. And like part of me is like, should I just get rid of that thing? Cause I don't want my kids to have this. <laughs> like I don't yeah. want them to want a motorcycle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Oh, it's, but yeah. it's just one of those things I've always wanted. I grew up in a very, I don't know, dude, my family is complete opposite of me. I'm pretty like artsy musician. I got earrings. I, I recently just got my nose pierced on a spur of the moment trip to Boston this last year. Wait, was that a side thing or a septum thing? Which one? Oh, oh, I see it now. I see it now. You got that no. done when everybody else got tattoos? Exactly. Everybody else is getting matching tattoos. And I'm like, well, Justin, maybe, and Jason are getting tattoos. And you like, it's way easier to remove a piercing than a tattoo. And I've Correct. always wanted to do yeah. those piercings. So I just did it. But hmm. yeah, I think, you know, um, I kind of, I'm the black sheep of my family. So they're all like, they're very professional business minded people. Awesome very low risk, always do the, you know, like the risk reward scenarios and we'll always err on the side of like, you know, if, if there's a little bit of risk, probably we won't do that. And, and for me, I'm, I'm completely the opposite. So yeah, I have a motorcycle. I've had one for a long time and yeah, it was nice when I was actually working 30 minutes away, I'd ride it to work every day. Now, if mm-hmm. I ride it to work, I'm like, well, that was fun. It's more, well, so I more of a waste of gas too. just to get it, get it started and go next door. <laughs> Yeah, I did. However, I did drive my car to work today. Nice. I, oh, pulled, in, nice. I pulled in the driveway just for old time's sake. I was dropping my kid off at their grandparents' house. And as I was coming back, I was like, I could go a hundred more feet and turn into my driveway and walk, or I could just pull into Jason's driveway. And I was like, I'm just for old time's sake. I'm going to pull nice. into the driveway. Nice. It was great. So when you were getting more into the bike, uh, I guess early on, probably, did you ever like, uh, are you familiar with like the California super bike school? No. It's I'm, actually, a poser, so, I'm a poser, like motorcycle rider, man. I, I, I don't know anything about it. I just know how to ride it and I like it. What, so I just, it, he actually myself. mispronounced it. It's the California Superbike school, dude. 
Dude. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, bro, yeah. Yeah, I totally know what that is, man. Yeah, yeah bro. Duh. I didn't know what you're talking about, bro. Yeah. Yeah, no. I have no clue. No, it's cool. I, I got an uncle who was an instructor there once at one point. And then, um, well, yeah, I guess my wife's dad, he's a, he's a Harley guy. Nice. And um, so I, 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 when I, when I was excited to talk to you about that. I do so. think I need to sell, though, the crotch rocket and get a get unicycle. A, Get a grown-up big boy bike. I don't know what Man. I'm gonna get. I really like the Indian um scout, scout bobbers. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So I, I'm a bobber guy myself. A little bit lower. Yeah. Just old school looking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. World War II era. I think that's my that's... yeah, World War II. That's that's kind of my I think that's my next bike. So if you guys know I'm about that, that, man. Nice. Yeah. I'm about that. If you know anybody that wants to give me one. Yeah. For free. Or trade for free. Oh, even trade. trade. Yeah, Yeah. The problem is every time I like fall comes around, that's a, that's the time you want to sell your motors or that's the time you, everybody sells their motorcycle. So you really don't want to sell your motorcycle in fall, but you really don't want to like store it and keep it and maintain it through the winter. And when spring comes around, you never want to sell it because you're like, Oh, the weather's nice. I'm going to go ride. So, but if you're going to get a motorcycle buy in the fall, because nobody wants to keep them in their garage all year. And you can get them for cheaper, you sell also, them in the spring. So I always mm. buy my motorcycles in the fall. And it's hard to do it, but you got to sell it in the spring because you'll get like five, six, seven hundred dollars more. Yeah. Okay. Well, so uh, you said you used to, to ride to work. I mean, do you all not get like a ton of rain up there? You would think. I mean, yes, we do. So from, well, about November through May, I would say. Skies are gray, mm-hmm. cloudy, but it's not like a monsoon like all the time. It's just like a light drizzle for six months. Yeah, enough to make you depressed. But you can still ride your bike in there? Uh Not safely on certain days. You can. <laughs> there was one time. <laughs> it was way back um, when Keith was out here, yeah, working on these giant built-ins for this office that we we built for the TV show. Um, and it was sunny in Corvallis. It was like sunny, beautiful morning. Corvallis is where I used to live. And it was probably like 60 degrees. And it, but it was in February. So I'm like, dude, I'm going to take my bike to work. It was awesome. So I go out. I get to I-5. And all of a sudden, just this wall of water just hits me <laughs> right no. as soon as I get on I-5. And there's like semi-trucks just spraying water everywhere. And I'm like going like 40 miles an hour. I'm like, I'm just praying under my breath. Like, I don't want to die. I don't want to die today. Can't see a thing. I'm just trying to go straight. Don't tell my wife. Um, <laughs> but finally I like just had to pull over. Cause I was like, I literally cannot see more than 10, 15 feet in front of me. Huh? And, oh man, oh man. It was like, that's probably the scariest. And so then I show up to work with we do soaking a live wet stream. pants on yeah. and wet underwear. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> we do a live stream for our patrons every Monday morning. And Keith was a special guest on this one. And I just walk in and I'm like, just completely soaked. So I did the live stream sitting next to Keith in just a towel. I think it made him uncomfortable, <laughs> but you could, you could only see from waist oh, up. Man. Yeah. So yeah, it was great. So I ju- made it oh, to work. Good. Nice. So Jess, do you have a, a game show for us that Craig can play along? I do have a game show. Uh, absolutely. Oh. What is this? <clears throat> okay, today is this wood 
or would not. Mm. So I'm going to give you some names. You tell me whether or not it is a type of wood or it is not. I'm so terrible at this. Is this all of the puns intended? So do we do we just say our name to call our call on ourselves? Say your name to ring okay. in. Say your name to ring in, and then we will. Uh, you could do it like that, or you can all give me an answer. Or what if we all give we'll an answer see. and then we see who's right? Okay, know. so what, what I, do you, you think, guys Ross? can give me know. thumbs up, thumbs think? down. Uh-oh. Yeah, Ross whatever. Uh, okay, I'm, I'm good. Thumbs up, thumbs down. All right, are we ready? Yeah. What if we say what? Sorry, I don't. I guess maybe that was a bad <laughs> idea. I blew out the speakers. Okay. And now it's time for America's favorite game: Would or Would Not. All right. So, Tamarack. Ross. Tamarack. Oh. Go ahead. No. Yeah, I'm, we, I'm down. Got, I'm thumbs down. No. We got Craig's thumb down. Oh. Incorrect. Thumb down. It is a wood. <laughs> yeah. Balsa. Yes. Well, yeah. Yes. Sure. Yes, no. yes, that is a wood. We've all worked with that one. Cherry. Yes. Oh, well, yeah. Oh, duh. Yes, it is a wood. I thought this was going to be hard, K- Jess. What did you say? C-A-Y. K-C-A-Y. Yes. I say yes. I say no. I have no idea. You can't do that. Oh. It is not. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> the one I went Bar- in on. All right, Craig, you got that one on me. Craig, you got that. All right. Barbet. B-A-R-B-E-T. Barbet. Yes. I'm going, yeah. Is that just like a girl who hangs out in a dive bar? Like a barbet? Oh no! No. Okay. Oh god! No. And it is not. Oh darn it! Palmarine. P a l m y r e n e. Palmarine. That's a dog. Yeah, it's a little white dog. Yep. I had a little dog. Yep. That's 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 Pomeranian. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna go with uh, sure. I I think it's a wood. I think it's a wood. It's gotta be. It is not. Oh my gosh. What is it? Uh, I want to know what it is. I don't know. <laughs> Anubis. Anubis. A N U B I S. Anubis a tr- uh, wood? <laughs> Sorry, what guys? Uh no. I'm gonna have to say I'm gonna have to say Anubis, yes. Anubis, Anubis. 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 Oh, You're gonna say Oh shoot. So we got we got Ross at no, Craig at yes. Oh uh, I'm gonna go with Ross. I'm gonna go with Ross. No, no. It is not. Okay. Uh, it is. Wait, wait. Hang on. Hang on. Hang okay, on. Hang on. Stuck on me. It is a previous. To be or not to be a wood. That is the question. Do you guys keep score on this thing, or like? I mean, uh, clearly, yeah. or we're 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 still putting it together, but uh, not right now. It is. A, it is a wood. <laughs> Anubis is a wood. Yes. Dang it. All right. Oh, the one, I knew the one I was gonna say no on was a wood. What has happened yeah. to my thing? Well, when you look down uh, in the shower, l- I mean, <laughs> larch, large, larch, oh, larch, l a r c h. Yes, uh, I'll, I'll go thumbs up. Craig's that up. is correct. It That's is a what wood. I did. <laughs> yes. Oh, you were just twisting <laughs> your head, yeah, yeah. Craig. It's just it right, so, it's how uh, I entered yeah, into Ross, it. Yeah. Ross was a very quick yes. Yeah, there we go. The next one, U Y E W. That's a sheep. A female sheep. No, it's E W E. Different spelling. I, that's it. You. I'm gonna go with no. I'm going no. It is. Craig, what you got? It is a wood. What? Craig's going. Yeah, that's why. That's why. <laughs> no, it is. You is a wood. You guys are terrible uh, at this game. Yeah, Craig's hey, getting hard. I'm so good at this uh, game. Wow. Pumice. Pumice. That's a rock. Yeah, that's Pumice. a rock. No. no, that's not a. That's not a tree. 
That is correct. And Paisley. Like Brad? That's a pattern. Yeah, it's a pattern. Like a bandana. Well, it's also a, no. a bush, though. I, I guess that's not a tree. Oh, huh, well. Right? Uh, no, it is not yeah. a wood. Mopane. M-O-P-A-N-E. Those are those little Vespas, right? Like when you fall off that crotch rocket, you get Mopane. Oh. All right, I, I'm going with Craig's on a thumbs up here. I'm going with no, that Ross. sounds like an Italian motorcycle. Mo- Have you driven the Mopane? Yeah. It is like- a wood. <laughs> it is a wood. Uh, it, it is a wood. All right. It is. Uh, horn beam. I mean, clearly. Why? Uh, why not? Everybody. Knows. I'm gonna join the crowd here and go with thumbs up. Everybody knows horn beam. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Horn beam is a wood. Bream. B r e a m. Oh, that's a cheese no. from France. No. No, that's that's brie. No, it is not a wood. It does sound like a good cheese, though. Yeah. Did you hear about the explosion at the French cheese factory? There was nothing left but debris. Uh Oh, no, debris. (laughs) Tupelo. Yes, that's uh, Tupelo honey. That's what they talk about. sounds like it would. It's 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 an area in Alabama. I guess I'll I'll go up. I'm thumbs up. Yes, yes, it is. Dude, I'm killing it. Ross, you're doing terrible. (laughs) Conga. Conga. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds made up. I'm going down. Conga wood. Thumbs down. Craig's up. Wait, Ross, you're up. Negative. It is is not a wood. All right, and that was it for the for the. My wood name is you know what? I'm the king of the what about, uh, Puntaga. You guys did good. You guys <laughs> did good. <laughs> that that, very, that very one was good. humbling. Who I'll, makes up those? Do you, do you make those up or do you find them online? Uh, I find some online. This one I found on Sporkle. Is it? I found on Sp- what? What is Sporkle? What's, Sporkle? You guys what? What's a Sporkle? So Sporkle's pretty big. Around here, they have like Sporkle conventions. It's like an online quizzes about anything. Have, a lot of the radio stations will play I totally it thought you were talking oh. about the spoon with the little fork. Hold on. I'm just blown away by the fact that you have a convention for online quizzes. Uh, Sporkle conventions, the thing. S-P-O-R-C-L-E. What do you do with these Sporkle. conventions? You're like, hey, guys, let's all hop online and take a quiz together. This will be fun. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. A bunch of people go and, and play Sporkle, but it's like a big thing. Really? It's like a big, big thing. It is yeah. Florida. I mean, okay. But I was on this one radio show. I used to, they play Sporkle All every right. morning. Well, All right. Nice. When well, in Florida. I guess, yeah, Sporkle. Well, it's like a, probably, oh, it's got to be a play on the spork at some point, right? Or there's no way it's uh, unrelated to a spork. Mm, I don't know. A sparkle? Either way, I'm ready to start drinking. Oh, maybe, maybe play a play on Spark. Oh, yeah, maybe. This is a yeah. dumb conversation. You got <laughs> You guys ready to start talking about whiskey? <laughs> hey. Sorry. Yeah. All right. No, let, so let, let. Woo! 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 The whiskey of the week. All righty. So last week, mm-hmm. uh, the Woo! based on the conversation, Colton gave us a wonderful lead-in. The whiskey <laughs> of the week was fighting cock. So, mm-hmm. Colton, were you able to procure it and did a dandy? I w- Did you get that cock, Colton? I, Did you get it? I was not. I I I, I don't know. I uh um, Yeah. Oh I, I wish we had an off sound <laughs> queued up for that. Sorry. But no, I um I was really hoping to get it. Cause like especially from what you said, like it, a bang for buck whiskey. Like um Craig, have you heard of the fighting cock whiskey? I've never heard of the fighting cock whiskey. 
But I've heard quite a f- uh, we have a, quite the collection here at the old Bourbon Moth Shop. So, yeah. So, yeah. Bur- uh, from what Ross has told me and us, what Ross has told us, the Fighting Cock is like a um, what I call oh, what do you call it? A sleeper yes. car, right? Yep. It's like so, like when you see like a beat up old Honda, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden you hear it rev up, and it's a yeah. it's a beast, right? Yeah. So this is the equivalent of a whiskey from what I've heard. And I was so excited to find it. And I called all my go-to liquor stores that um, normally have like the hidden stuff. And no one had even heard of it. I'll send you a bottle. Um, hey, hold, please. Oh, hold. I'm just going to, ch- I'm just going to check the shelf. Okay. There may okay, be okay. an off chance. Hold on. Hold on. So, hold. so it, it, it's a, it's a taller bottle. Yeah. And like the rooster's pretty prominent on it. Yep. I've seen okay. a picture of it online. Yeah. I don't know. I remember seeing a rooster around here somewhere. All right. No guarantees. I'll be right back. Okay, right. Go find that cock. So right. <laughs> in the meantime, were you able to get a different whiskey? Another sleeper? Yes. Did you have a wild? Card? So I, I actually tried to that fit a similar buck to the fighting cock. Okay. Just as far as stats go. Right. And um, so we're going for lower 20s price range. Yep. And 100 proof. Yep. Right. 100 proof and plus. And so, yep. yeah. Yeah. Which um, I had to, whatever. Uh, the best I found in the $20 price range was 100 proof. Okay. Uh, like on, on the dot. Yeah. Yeah. So not 103. That's okay. Like the fighting cock. And um, so the first one I got was Ezra Brooks. Great whiskey. And. And so um, I, I I liked it just drinking straight, right? Like it, it was, it, it'll go down, right? Yep. For a twenty dollars whiskey, um, but it I didn't. Which granted, this week I tried a Manhattan, right? Okay, and um, it vermouth can very Brooks, very quickly overtake everything if you're not careful. But the Ezra Brooks for the the twenty dollars price point is usually pretty decent in a cocktail what was your yeah, thought which i i would have liked it i actually i did do it with a sweeter cocktail i did it with an old-fashioned after and i liked it at, at that point okay but initially initially i did it with the manhattan right with like the sweet vermouth and then i got the angostura bitters angostura angostura bitters. angostura yeah angostura yeah yeah you say it so elegantly Craig. oh my god angostura um yes angostura uh, it reminds me of that Mercedes commercial where she like taps her nails on the rims of the car. Bentley, you know? yeah. Rolls Royce, Peters. Hey, you know what? It it may have been on the cocktail mixer himself, which is which was I. Uh, as far as Ezra Brooks in a Manhattan, I'd rather suck a fart out of my old lunch lady's. Hmm. You know what? Uh, then drink that again. It was. Um, you're just I mean, getting I still us, drink it. We are getting all kinds gonna... of intro content here. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't, I mean, I wasn't going to waste it. I still drank it, but I'm still dang. not sure what you were talking about, about the old lady. Um, <laughs> no, could you, it, could you lady, elaborate you, on some more? Her ladle that she serves. Yeah, that taco soup ladle. You know what I mean? The sloppy Joe, the sloppy Joe. Got it. Sloppy Joe's. <laughs> so what was the other whiskey but, you got then? Well, so I went back to a little callback, some early times. I guess I didn't realize the first time when I bought it, it it's 
when I saw it today, I don't know if it's on special, but it was like 21, 22 bucks. I told you. And and it's bottle and bond, mm-hmm. so you know what that means. A hundred proof. And yeah, it did way better with the uh the Manhattan, which I I don't, I don't know. My first take on it, it 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 wasn't maybe I'm just like maybe I've idolized a Manhattan in my mind, but or maybe I just need some the different um Oh shoot! What's the vermouth? Vermouth. Thank you. Yep. Um, wait. So, hey, the was it? It's like vermidi y rossi. Um, yeah. So the, the rosso vermouth. That's the sweet one, right? Yes. The the rosso martini rossi. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, I was considering that maybe like I got the maybe this isn't actually sweet the, vermouth, the, but whatever. Like the rosso. The hard part vermouth. is most Manhattan recipes will tell you to put in way too much vermouth. It really okay, yes. overpowers a cocktail, like very quickly. So that's exactly what I ran to. That makes a lot of sense. That because uh, normally it's like one to two ratio, right? One vermouth to two whiskeys, and um, I always ended up adding some more whiskey. And then this last one actually put a little bit of grenadine in it, and it really tied everything together with the early times, and was actually able to make at least for me a successful cocktail. Okay, and. Um, yeah, so I really like that. And yeah, my little uh, Jim Beam highball glass right here is that. Yeah, that's filled with the uh, the early times as well. Okay, but um, and that this is actually the dandy. Yeah, so it's got a little bit of the ginger in there. Nice. Oh, Craig, you what? Know, have you ever heard? I'm about to learn you today. Brother. Oh, you can learn me. You ever heard of a con- oh, you ever shoot, heard of man. a con- Yeah. <laughs> Let's hear it. What you got? Hell yeah. Um, you ever heard of a Concord dandy? No. Okay, so um, it's probably normal that you haven't heard of it because uh, I made <laughs> it, it up. Is it a Texas thing? Um, Is that? No, no, no. Oh. I, Me and my old roommate made it up. We lived on Concord Hill Drive, and a, a dandy donkey is a um, – I believe it's like a bourbon mule. Yes. No, no, no. It, it, it's a vodka mule with cherry, right? Yes. And then a Kentucky mule is the one with the – yeah. Yeah. So a, a dandy donkey is a uh, – whatever. But so we made this cocktail – that it's um it's basically a Moscow mule, except instead of vodka, you do uh, either a blended whiskey or a um or a bourbon, and then you add a cherry aspect to it. And yeah, it's a that's our Concord dandy. <laughs> what, what do you got there? What is that? It looks as if you found oh, some fighting cock. It's it's nothing. It's nothing. Oh, <laughs> oh no, he got it. <laughs> Dude, so, I knew he's. I knew I saw this bottle around somewhere. So yes. it is. We got some fighting cock, Kentucky Craig, straight take bourbon a taste whiskey. Of that and let me know what your thoughts are. You mean this one? Oh yeah, that one. Jason <laughs> just poured it for me. Yeah. <laughs> I just, oh, dude. I was like, dude, where's the where's the fighting cock? He's like, I'll be out. Yeah. Oh, that's slick. Comes Man. in 103 proof, so it's a little 103 bit 103 proof. Yeah. It is a little bit. I don't have any water. It, wait, wait, what's but your you take on what? it, man? For, Dude, for 103 proof, I mean, the initial hits, it's not like, it's really smooth off the get, but then it burns, you know, obviously way down here. Yeah. The more you it get goes that, down. That Superman effect, as I call it, makes you feel Dude, like you could rip I your chest it, man. Uh, wide open there. Yeah. Down in your yeah. in your gizzard? Yeah. Yeah. Funny time. So it that's actually. lasts for a while. That's for sure. That's actually uh, Heaven Hill juice. So most is people that, don't um, know it's from Heaven Hill. 51.5. Is that, is that. 
cask strength technically? Uh, no. Or is it casks no. are usually 105 to uh, 130, depending on the, the barrels. So close. But they're proofing it down to that standard 103. Okay, that's pretty good, man. There you go. It's not yeah. like for me. There's not a lot of layers to it. No, but for twenty dollars, no, it's not level, bad. Yeah, for twenty dollars. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're you drinking wanna, it straight. You guys want to sip? Yeah. Have a sip. Oh, I wish. I wish, man. Uh, hey, <laughs> wait. Are you going to Maker Camp? No. no. Every yeah. year it comes around. We're like, dude, we got to go to that. And then we don't oh, go to dude. that. Mm. We have, well, wait, uh, wait. Well, I don't know why you're not bringing the Airstream to that. I mean, that'd be perfect. Well, Jason's going York? hunting. So it won't be done skills? in time. Yeah. It's literally across the country. That yeah. would be like it's a five day drive like, for you guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sorry. Whenever someone's north, I assume everyone's in Canada. So um, I think it's all next door to each other. <laughs> no wonder Texas is so That makes weird. sense. I was, I was wondering why Texas people were so weird. Um, no, uh, we, we uh, last year we were watching all the, the stories and photos and everything. We're just like, dude, we got to go. And then the year goes by and then um, we forget. It's all filled up. Yeah, we're actually heading out. Well, to, well um, you can email him, man. Uh, that's how I got into WorkbenchCon. Uh, I bought my ticket the week of. Uh, you just got to email him, be like, "Hey, we really want to go." It's not a matter of issue. getting in. No, it's a oh, matter yeah. of space, schedule. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you got literally uh, Jason could just show up and he'd be like, "I'm here," and everybody'd be like, "Oh, great, glad to have you." And then I'd be like, try to get in, and they'd be like, "Excuse me, sir, can I see your ID or your ticket?" And I'd be like. <laughs> I'm with him. And they're like, I'm sorry. Yeah. Jason just keeps walking and I'm like left there by myself, shivering no. and, <laughs> and uh, texting him and be like, okay, have, have fun. I'll see you in a couple of days. I'll, I'll go down by the river and hang out for a while. In a van down by the river? In a van. Yep. Okay. In a van, not by the river. Yeah. You're you think you are, man. Pretty busy fall. Um, we're going to Austin here next month. After yeah. that, we do, um, we do these Patreon contests. I don't know if you guys have yeah. seen it. We've, we've done a couple of videos mm-hmm. about that. And we have another one coming up. We just picked a winner for that this last Monday. So we're going all the way back to Atlanta, Georgia. Oh, nice. All right. Places. Yeah. Are you going to tie um, it in with the WorkbenchCon trip so that it's all no, just one trip? No, we're actually going to do that in uh, the beginning of November. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, and then we have the holidays and then. In January, we're going out to Nashville for we're going to throw a big get together for all of our patrons. So anybody that's a patron is invited to this thing in Nashville. We're just going to throw like a weekend kind of just hang out, get together. Nice thing for all of our patrons. Just as a thank you for supporting us and give them an opportunity to hang out with each other. Because the thing about our Patreon community, which just has been blowing my mind every week, is just how much they love interacting with each other. Jason and I on our mm. live streams that we do, like we could just like sit there and you see the comments just, just going on the right, excuse me, on the right hand of the screen. And, uh, they're just like interacting with each other. They could care less if we're there or not. <laughs> so they, they liked each other so much. They started their own discord channel <laughs> or whatever it's called. No. Yeah. And there's like <laughs> 80 people on there that just like every day they're on there talking about what they're building in the shop. And that's awesome. It's really cool. So that's awesome, man. You've built a community. Yeah. We, that's what you inadvertently. Built. I mean, it was, yeah, I don't think uh, it was, I mean, we always wanted it to be that, but um, we didn't think of how quickly it would be. And that was one of the big things I took on coming on to Bourbon Moth too, is when we started, 
Jason had a Patreon page, but it had maybe 100, 115 people tops. And he's like, hey, I would love to put a lot of effort and energy into this. I just want to grow this thing and see where it can go. And now we just have, we have like over 900 patrons now. Whoa. On there. Yep. And it's just, it's rad. It's so fun. So a lot of our focus, I think that's why I like, you don't see Jason a lot on Instagram stories as much because a lot of the focus is now, Hey, if we're going to do like some stories behind the scenes stuff, like let's throw it to our patrons who are actually really invested in yeah. what we're doing. So, and they're literally yeah. paying for it. Yeah. 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 Okay. So we do a lot of behind the scenes content over there on Patreon and then twice a year we do this contest. So cool. Which has been super sweet. Yeah. Uh, Colton, just to give you a whiskey for next week, just to wrap that part oh, yeah. up. Uh, I'm going to bring mm. it up to Canada for you, but it's one that you're going to know. Ooh, Canada. Pendleton whiskey. Yeah. Pendleton oh. is the, the official whiskey of the North American rodeo circuit. And it is a classic rodeo whiskey. And being that you are part of the Houston rodeo, thought you'd appreciate mm-hmm. Started in yeah. Pendleton, Oregon. There you go. Oh, wait, really? Yes. Yeah, there's a town cool. called Pendleton. That's where it started. Now it's they sold it off and it's all elsewhere now. But yeah. um, yeah, man. And they do the Pendleton Rodeo every year, which is huge in the whole Northwest. Like it's just a oh, yeah? gigantic rodeo festival. Thing you you ever go to it? You ever do some I've rodeo? I've never been. Stuff? My brother in law is a country artist and he's played at it numerous times. So hmm, and I've nice. never I've never gone once. Well, Craig, um, and oh, I, I still haven't, well, I guess I haven't known Justin Ross long enough to get him down for it, but, um, this next year, hopefully we can. So, you know, uh, I mean, one of the biggest rodeos in the world is a Houston rodeo. Yeah. It's a month long. And, um, yeah, the only one that really long. rivals it is, uh, uh, stampede up in Calgary, Canada, right? Cal- yeah. The Calgary. Thank you. And, um, yeah, man, if, uh, so it is the whole month of March. Yeah. Like Ross said, and if y'all happen to whatever get a wild hair, come down to Houston, the Houston rodeo. Mosey on down, experience, brother. That'd be sweet, man. Yeah. Uh, we Dude, just took it, my kids to rodeo for the first time last summer. We have like a we have a bunch of small towns in Oregon, and they all have mm-hmm. their own rodeos. And we took them to a few, and I do. I just I loved it. I like fell in love with rodeos. I've never been to one until last year. It's I, my first rodeo. I learned yeah, last I, year that you can get a full I can do that ride. every year. You can get a full ride to college on the rodeo team. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Really? That was a thing coming from the Midwest and the North. We don't have that up here. So finding that out when I would go to Oklahoma and Arkansas and Wyoming and stuff, it was crazy to see. So that's awesome. I was a golfer growing up. That's like the farthest thing from rodeo. I feel like that. Country club and rodeo, like just com- yeah. two complete opposite worlds. So, which I mean, there is a, a rodeo country club, right? But it's just a different vibe. I get what you're saying. Mm-hmm. They're, mm-hmm. they're similar, but different. You don't see Wranglers and cowboy boots on the golf course too much. No, no. That would no, change not, the. Uh, not, none of that heavy denim. Yeah. <laughs> that would change the game a little bit. It's khakis and polos, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, so, Craig, just to kind of wrap things up so we don't keep you on here for two hours like we normally keep ourselves, uh, we usually end up the show with a nugget. And the nugget mm. is typically something that would be either if you could tell yourself something with the knowledge you have now to when you started or to people who are kind of just starting out in whatever field they're in, 
what nugget would you have for them? And you don't have to go first. We can share some if, if you want to think about it. Yeah, I'll go like second. Okay. Or third or fourth. Uh, so my nugget would actually be standing your ground with customers. And mm. Colton, this one kind of rings in true for you. Uh, even though I'm still not totally done dealing with those white doors with the customer, I stood my ground. I didn't bend over backwards. I was already so far in the hole money-wise with them. And I was not rude. I was not um, antagonistic in any way. I just stated the case of, you know, here's where I'm at financially. This is what I would need. And uh, the customer was able to make their own decision. And even though it seems as if we're probably going to be parting ways, uh, it seems also like we're doing it on mutually understood agreement terms. So we're neither one of us are losing face and I stood my ground and still have the reputation. So, yeah, man. Well, just like a good cut of meat, you got to cut the fat, dude. Yep. You got to, uh, you can't let that spoil the rest of your, uh, time for your other customers. Correct. But, but like a little bit of fat's good. Yeah. I mean, now, yeah. if it's too lean, you know, well, that's too much. Russell. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh. I'm, I said a little bit of fat, <laughs> oh, okay. man, a little bit. Well. Yeah. The guy that sends me the extra large shirt because he's insecure about his own body. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding, man. I love you. Sorry. I'm good. Oh, God. It's a super comfy shirt, though. I don't know if you've worn it. It's a pajama shirt, man. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. They used it to buff Rubio (laughs) off of their stuff. I guarantee it. It, Ross does have some really comfy shirts. Like, yes, he does. Oh, man. They, They are really good. They're really soft material. Yeah, they are. That they are. But unfortunately, well, for me, the XL fit perfect. So <laughs> the uh, like, even like the sleeves. Oh, dude, that, it's my favorite shirt to wear. I, I've about worn it out. Yeah. I'll next send- time I see Ross, I'm gonna steal his personal. I got shirt. one. I'll sell you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll send you another one. It's got a little ruby on it. I missed the cheapy cheapy. I need good price. Okay. I've done. No, I actually, I'll send you another one, Colton, when I send down the whiskey. So. Oh, hell yeah. Wait, I thought that was supposed to come to it. me. No, different whiskey. He's getting the oh, fighting okay. cock. You're getting the old elk. So, Oh, nice. I'm, I'm getting the $20 stuff. You're getting the, the 60 50 uh, 120 What is it? Ooh. Oh, uh, oh, oh, this is some nice. Okay. Yeah. It's the good stuff. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Send, me some, send me some of that love, too, man. I mean, no, I'll, I'll see what I can um, do. I know a guy. Yeah. yeah. Hey, so I, I got a nugget. Okay. I got a nugget. Um, it's not near as heartfelt or like... Um, Whatever. It's a little more skin deep. But um, whenever you're doing scoops of something or like uh, pours or like uh, different things um, and something you have to count. So for my example, it's uh, putting scoops of pigment into a uh, into epoxy resin. Right. Mm-hmm. Which uh, yeah, is a forbidden substance in some shops. But um, you scream your count out, even though even if you think you are going to know what you're going to like, even if you think you're on top of it, just because you scream it out because you know that what you're doing, you shouldn't be doing like (laughs) to wood. You're like, no, what? I shouldn't be doing this. Even if you think you're going to not forget it where you're at, always scream it out. Cause you never know when your phone's going to ring or someone's going to walk in the shop or whatever. Scream it out, and then if you scream it out, like uh, couldn't you also you're on nine, mark it out? You're gonna remember a, screaming out nine. Couldn't you like mark it down on a piece of paper? How many you've done? 
Well, I, I mean, I got two hands right here, right? And yeah. sometimes they might have a little bit of epoxy on them. Um, and they're, they're ink gloves, yeah. right? And I got my, my little pigment powder thing here. Yep. And so I'm throwing them in. But uh, but marking it down is not a bad idea, too. Um, I like to scream it out. That's Yeah. 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 But yeah scream, just, screaming is scream good for your out. health. A lot of times you, uh, you can remember I mean, when you scream it out. What is that? I mean, do you mind demonstrating for us now? Like, you're in the shop by yourself. What does this look like? One! Yeah. <laughs> one nothing's wrong with me two nothing's wrong with me three four yeah. <laughs> uh, i hope that didn't blow your speakers out no you're good Maybe. last one last one's good all right oh. um oh yeah and also on your creed comment while we're uh quoting i guess old rock yeah take um, me higher man i actually <laughs> <laughs> yeah i actually put Recently, I feel like Creed is coming back, like especially on like Instagram Reels and stuff, where it's just like a music, like uh, music over. Mm-hmm. It's coming back. Yeah. Well, it's like considered uh, oldies now. So, yeah. Oh, oh, I heard. Oh my god, it was almost degrading, but they called it Dad Rock. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I'm six feet from the edge, and I'm thinking maybe yeah. six feet. Maybe. My favorite thing that Creed ever did when the actual movie Creed about Adonis Creed's son came out. Scott Stapp tweeted out, this is not an accurate portrayal of our band. Yes. <laughs> nice. I saw that. I love that. Yeah. This documentary has gone wrong. Yeah. yeah. Oh, shoot. God. I love that one, man. I got a, oh. I got a nugget. All right. I think, oh, hit I us, think, brother. Yeah. I don't know how valuable this will be for anybody listening, but um, time and time again, whether it's like our live stream or – um, DMs or YouTube comments, people are always asking, like, how did you get your start? Like, where do I start? How do I get into this? And literally, we just say, just stop thinking. Just do it. Like, you do mm-hmm. not need a huge, fancy setup. Like, you don't need all the tools in this shop. You need some necessities for sure. But you don't need to have your shop completely outfitted to build something. If you want to do YouTube content, use your phone. And I would say if you're going to do YouTube content, focus more on the audio quality than the video quality. Yep. That will, that's an immediate turnoff. If you watch a YouTube video and you're, you're watching it and the audio is just terrible. Mm-hmm. Like you're going to press skip, go on to the next one. But if the, if the audio quality is good, but the video may, may be a little bit grainy, people will watch it. So I would just say don't if anybody wants to either get into woodworking and or YouTube content, like just do it and see what happens. Because I think so many people are like, well, I'm just I'm I'm scared to put myself out there because what if people hate it? So what if they hate it? Like the Internet's going to like you look through the bourbon moth comments. There are hundreds of haters out there. Oh, yeah. You know, people Mm -hmm. just hate those like things. But those aren't the people that matter. No. So. You do have to have tough skin if you're going to put yourself out there, especially in the YouTube world. Can't take things personally. Can't. Uh, I mean, that's just what I, I I do admire about Jason is he lets things roll off his back. You know, there are certain personalities out there that just would take things personally, take it to the heart. But like, just just do it. If you have an ambition or a desire to be a woodworker slash YouTuber, start cutting. Film yourself doing it. You never know what's going to happen. Like I, if you would ask Jason, if he would have been a full-time YouTuber a few years ago, like absolutely not. He wouldn't have ever thought of it, but here he is. And yep. urban moths a thing now. So 
You just never know what's going to happen. I just say go for it. It's my nugget. I like it. Heck yeah. Go for it. It's a good nugget. How about you, Jess? It's a very... Um, my nugget would be slow down when you're, when you're doing something, even if it's something you've done a lot of times over and over, especially if you like, you have plans or instructions written down or anything else like that. Slow down because a lot of things are usually going on in a shop. Your phone's ringing, you're talking to customers, maybe the boss is coming in, maybe your dog's you know, barking at the air thing, whatever. And then you go to go do something and you've done several of them and you're like, crap, that was wrong. I knew this was wrong. Why, why I just did. Cause I was just in a rush. I was just in a rush. I didn't just stop and think cause we, we did a bunch of these legs and we did them all upside down. And I don't know why I thought it went this way. Cause it was kind of similar, I guess, but we made it work. But I, I mean, I drew the plans. I designed the stupid. You know what? Somebody should have still. Somebody should have yelled out in the shop as they were cutting. Like, I'm cutting it upside down. <laughs> you know, I feel like yelling in the that's shop right. is such a good thing. You know, yeah, that's what I was saying. Sl- slow, slow down and yell. Just we're, we're, we're in link here, buddy. And at the same time, just just go for it. Yeah. Then let the bodies you know, hit the yelling. floor. Yeah. You know, they they did. There's a bunch of stuff on the internet right now about yelling. There's scream therapy because it releases endorphins and increases your white blood cell count. Yeah, screaming's very wow. good for you. That's why we love metal, man. Wait, Craig, you listen to metal or hard rock, <laughs> dude? You know, it's ironic because I'm a drummer. Everybody's like, "Oh, dude, yeah, you must be into like like hard rock and metal." And, and, and like, no, I'm not because. I'm a drummer, so I'm going to naturally be listening to the drums. And I listen, when I listen to music, I like listen to it to like chill out and mm-hmm. relax. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a time where I do listen to music that's like super intense, but I would like t- there to be like minimal drums. So like Passenger is a huge, like, fan, like I love Passenger, Ray LaMontagne, like all this acoustic singer songwriter, like chill, mellow stuff that has like minimal drums. Hmm. That's you ever do any like the like the red dirt or like Appalachian country, like kind of Texas no, country? Too? No, no, no. All right, maybe I should do that and then come down and go to a rodeo. <laughs> you bet, brother. That's right. And we'll get you we'll get you a cowboy hat and some good boots and yeehaw, giddy up, giddy up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want to hear about Ross's nuggets. I gave you some nuggets. Stand up with your customers. Stand your ground. Oh, that's darn it. That... Where were you? Oh no! It's that time. It's that time. Oh, yeah. Uh, So anything unforgettable? Anything else we want to cover today, boys? All right, we hit just about everything from racing the Cox. So I mean, yeah, yeah, we did. Well, I think that's a good spot to wrap things up. So. First and foremost, Craig, thank you very much for being on the episode today. Yeah, gentlemen, thank you so much for having me. This is a blast. It was a pleasure. Yeah. It was great. Craig, I appreciate you, brother. Yeah, man. Golden, Jess, Ross. I had a blast, man. That was really fun. Awesome. Thank you. Have me back anytime. Awesome. So thank you, everyone, everybody, for tuning in this week. We hope you enjoyed every second of this episode. And if you didn't, please send all your complaints to our non-binary Appalachian legal representation at There's Gold in Them There Hills Defense Specialist and Associates. For Jess, Colton, Ross, and Craig, this has been the Beat Around the Bench podcast, and we will catch you all next time. Yeehaw! Woo! What do we do now?